Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode 435 of the Distraction Pieces podcast. Thank you for tuning in, guys. I hope you're all well. Thanks for all the love on the recent week's episodes. There's been loads coming out. I've been doing fairly regular double episodes or double weeks as such, and that'll be continuing this week. I've got a bonus for you on Friday. But first up, we've got one of my... You'll hear from the conversation. I was super excited to to have this. This week's guest is Geo Wizard, aka Tom Davies. Now, if you're not familiar with Tom, um, you, you you're going to want to get familiar with him after this chat because he's a YouTuber that I'm a big fan of, and we explain all of it. But but he does a few different things. He does these straight line challenges where he and a friend or relative try and cross a country in a straight line. So having to go over all any obstacles and cross a whole country in a straight line. So they're amazing. Um, he also plays a game called G- G- GeoGuessr, which I got completely addicted to. Essentially what GeoGuessr is, is you get dropped anywhere in the world, or depending on the map, anywhere in the world that has Google Maps, actually, Google Street View, on Street View, and you have to look around and use your kind of detective skills to try and figure out exactly where you are. Um, and then you drop a pin and you get scored on how close you get to that. So, yeah, it's amazing. And this conversation is amazing. Uh, before we get into it, I need to tell you that speechvelomorecords.com is where you can buy all my merch and support. You can also support the podcast at um, patreon.com forward slash pip. But, yeah. I really, you're going to enjoy this episode. You'll tell, you'll be able to tell how excited I was. I've become completely addicted to this ch- channel. I don't watch a lot of YouTube. I watch everything a Geo Wizard puts up. I watch a bit of Chris Denker, Limmy, and the Limmy Twitch Clips channel. Now David Earl is just doing all this stuff over on Twitch. I'm over there. So, so, so yeah, there's not a lot of YouTube I watch outside of, but yeah. This guy is definitely my number one um, channel to watch. So shout out to Tom and to his wonderful partner, Verity, who we mention in glowing terms on the podcast. Let's get, let's get right into it. This is episode 435 of the Distraction Pieces podcast with GeoWizard, a.k.a. Tom Davies. I'm joined today by G- G- Geo Wizard, aka Tom Davies. How are you, man? I'm well, man. I can't complain. Yeah, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm recording about f- four different podcasts this week, and legit, this is the one I'm most excited about because oh, I've become a massive fanboy over the oh over the pandemic. Um, and again, I think it's such a weird one, and it's it's something I, I've related to throughout my career that. The people who know about you are going to be really into you. And the people who don't know about you aren't going to have a clue who you are, what you do, what the hell any of this stuff is that we're about to talk about. But I'm hoping that we can explain it all and uh, and point a lot of them in your direction. Yeah, that'd be great. So 
<laughs> I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to f- first tell you your your role in my family life um, at the Go moment. On. So on Thursdays, me and my brother. I go around my old man's house and my brother cooks for us. And it became a tradition about a year ago now mm. that we watch at least w- w- one of your videos while we're there. And originally it was all the GeoGuessr stuff and really? then some GeoDetective stuff. And then recently we've got into the uh, the straight line missions. So I want to <laughs> discuss all of those things. It's interesting because we watch one of your videos and then normally either Bake Off or House of Games. So it's, right. it's a weird mix. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 wonderful. So yeah, as I said I want to talk about all of them, but I think the best place to start will be your, your straight line missions, as you've done yeah. one recently. So yeah. I've only watched the most recent one, and we're now going to be going back through all of them because it was a weird one. We were into the GeoGuessr stuff, and we kind of thought, oh, I'm not really, I don't know about that that straight line mission stuff. I don't know if it'll mm. interest me. And this recent one just got me absolutely hooked so can you kind of explain how they started what they are and then we'll talk a little bit about about this one yeah sure so how it started i think is quite a long story um so i'll try and sum it up as quick as i can it basically its roots are embedded in how mischievous and adventurous i was as a teenager yeah me and my i guess he's my stepbrother he's a childhood friend greg who who features in um, some of the straight line missions. Yeah. Um, and uh, we used to, uh, <laughs> instead of playing, when most kids were playing video games or football, I mean, we did a bit of that, but we used to take the most pleasure from just setting off into the countryside when we were like 13, 14, 15, all the way up to when we were adults, really, we did it. Just setting off. Because uh, my mum sort of lived on the edge of the West Midlands. like right. so. You had just countryside to the east and just urban to the west. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say urban shithole, but it's not all a shithole. But uh, <laughs> we used to just set off, man, and just we used to find it so fun to kind of be in places that we weren't meant to be, like farmers' yeah. fields and quarries and you know woods and crossing rivers and going on railway tracks and just what we learned was every time we did it, something interesting or mad or exciting would happen something yeah. perplexing, something that we were like, oh, I wonder what that's all about. Or we'd, we'd always have a great adventure without fail. But because we were trespassing all the time and climbing over fences, like all, like a lot, I knew deep down that, that this was possible, this idea of going completely straight. And I don't quite know when that idea surfaced. I think it was probably a gradual thing. Yeah. But when it did finally surface properly and I thought, oh my God, I could try this. I think I was about 27, 28. I knew that it was possible or I thought it might be possible. And I knew that not many people would maybe know that or think yeah. to do it. Yeah. Because uh, clearly it hadn't been done or I couldn't find anyone who had done it. So I thought, okay, I'm the guy to do this then, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm the mad guy who has to try this. And um, so I tried it. I love it. I love it. So uh, again, for people who, who don't know what essentially happens and you've tried it in a few different places is you plot a route across a country yeah, using it um, and staying in a, a straight line, using a, a GPS. You give yourself yeah. a certain amount of, of, of leeway of, of, of wandering off. Yeah. But again, the, just purely the coming up with that instantly, because as soon as we started watching the Wales one, me and my brother were like, oh, 
what can we do? We've got to do something. I don't think we can pull off a straight line across the country yet because he used to be a venture scout. And exactly as you said, we both used to have all sorts of adventures as youngsters mm-hmm. and then you become a grown-up and you stop doing any of it. And yeah, yeah. in recent years, I've done like f- photo shoots of music videos in places we weren't meant to be. Like there's this yeah, abandoned yeah, yeah. holiday park kind of in, in Norfolk that, that we broke, me and my mate Chris broke into to scout and then when we went there to do the shoot, the route that we'd broke in had been repaired. So I had to take <laughs> the models off to wander about while Chris f- found another way to break in. Right. Um, and then we all broke in and did this shoot. And there's there's a great joy in that. But what was really interesting in watching the, 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 the Wales trip is when it becomes a mission and when there's stakes... Yeah. A little bit of the joy turns into tension, yeah. turns into terror, turns into all these other things. It's not so much of a game or all the way through. There's certain points yeah. that it's a great f- 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 fun game. So, yeah, how was it when you tried the first one? Or was it in Scotland you tried it first? No, the first one was actually Wales. It was Wales, um, right. Yeah, that was back in March 2019. And I was still working at that time. I was still yeah. working as a van driver. And when I, yeah, I, I didn't know how it was going to go, man. I didn't know <laughs> whether I'd succeed or fail. Uh, I failed that one. It was a good effort, but I failed that one eventually because of bad planning, really. Like any, anything that will go wrong will go wrong. They're very hard. Um, they're very brutal. Um, they're, you know, physically demanding and mentally quite stressful, as you, as you just said, yeah. like, you know, constantly... Yeah. You're pretty much constantly on someone's land and you're constantly looking out. Is there a farmer looking at me? Is he going to come over? Uh, is he going to boot me off his land? Because, of course, if a farmer comes over and boots you off his land, you've, you've failed instantly because you've gone. It's, it's, it's one of the fascinating things is the kind of, uh, just watching this most recent one, the the preemptive fear of farmers that you put up there. And I, I've watched most of the videos twice because we watch it around my dad's and then me and my missus watch them. Um, right. And she was kind of saying, why wouldn't you just ask the farmer? It's like, well, because if you ask them, they can say no and it's over. Basically, If you don't yeah. ask them, then you might not bump into them and you get yeah. through or you might be able to just run away as, again, I'm not going to give too many spoilers, <laughs> but in the recent one, one of the most tense bits is being <laughs> literally chased by a farmer <laughs> and yeah, it's a fascinating one because you think there's loads of other things that, like if you got to an unscalable bit of mountain or something crazy like that, mm-hmm. obviously you plan it in advance all yeah. on 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 Google Maps and things like that. But yeah, yeah, it's weird to think that things like farmers and, pr- and private property essentially is the bit that could just make it over r- and really underwhelmingly, <laughs> if you know what I mean. If you face exactly. something unsurmountable, it can be like, wow we didn't see this on the map this is this. <laughs> yeah. if you literally go all this way and then a farmer goes no fuck off lads and you're like all yeah. right that's t- that's two days three days over and and that could literally happen you could get 95 percent the way through yeah. a country um you know you could break your back for seven days straight and then like a farmer could you know if he was scary enough he could force you off on the last field yeah. you know the very last hurdle and it would just be and and some farmers, I think most of them might be quite reasonable, but I think on the last Wales video, we happened to bump into, I don't think it's possible to, to get an angrier man than, no. than that no. farmer. He was incredibly angry. <laughs> yeah, he was. 
because we'd given him the runaround, you know, by accident. But I don't, I don't think there's any reasoning with if he was on the last field of the mission. I, I don't think there's any way you could persuade him. So no, it does add this, um, yeah, this tension to it and this stress because at this point now I've had a few failures. You yeah. know, I've fa- I have succeeded uh, in Norway, yeah. um, which was quite farm free, coincidentally. Um, but <laughs> a lot of the time I failed, and so. As time's gone on, it's kind of like the England football team. The more time goes on, the more hungry you are for, uh, you know, to win yeah. the tournament. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it was very stressful knowing that, you know, oh, we could fail again. How embarrassing. And 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 again, one of the interesting things on this more recent one, again, I don't want to give spoilers because they're, they're all worth going and watching, but the most recent one is a great one for that because I you did succeed, but it's contestable. <laughs> Like it's, yeah. it's 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 an unusual one, and we don't need to say t- a, a, a too much. But there's debate over over the um, over the success of it, I guess, because of certain yeah. s- certain factors. But it's not the purest of successes, but it's a success of sorts. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. But um, so on the plotting of the roots, again, the heartbreaking thing is when you find when you do the the post route and like. Uh, analysis most of the bits where you veer the most off course it feels heartbreaking because you can kind of identify how you sh- you should have noticed that or you mm. should have seen that in advance or seen a, a better route so kind of how long do you spend plotting the route looking at because again for people who haven't watched yet some of the biggest challenges are the boundaries of fields if you've got mm. really big almost insurmountable bushes Hmm. that's a massive problem it's not like a fence that you can climb over or or a a forest that you can wade through it's like right we're gonna have to find a way to do this and obviously you don't want to damage anyone's land or property that's another thing that you guys are really conscious of and yeah exactly careful of not screwing anything up for anyone at any of these these farm owners so yeah yeah, how's the planning process go and yeah the the planning process is is hard um it depends on the country um i think if you were going to do a really built up country like the i've looked at countries like the netherlands it's just yeah. too built up there's too many farms and back gardens and properties and canals <laughs> but yeah. like yeah in, in what wales has a good medium so it's a good example to use yeah I'm, I'm basically i've drawn a line and i'm i'm tweaking it a lot you know i can change the two ends of the line, I can move them up and down or I can mm-hmm. move the whole line up and down and keep tweaking it so that I'm going through minimal farms, minimal back gardens. Um, and also, yeah, if there's a run of bad hedgerows, then I want to try and tweak it so that there's like, if I can see a hole in the hedge on, you know, when you put the little yellow man down on Google yeah. uh, Street View, if it happens to be by a road, I can do that. Uh, or I can look for gates in the in the fields to kind of, you know, contingency plans that are just twenty meters off course. Maybe, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of planning that goes into them. But what we learned on this last one is you can plan all you want, but the most unexpected things happen. Like the, the areas that I thought would be really tough, we actually got through fine. Yeah. If you remember, and then it, it was the worst ordeal with the farmer was in an area that I thought wouldn't be too hot yeah. you know so it, yeah. you just can't you can only plan so much really and it's it's really interesting with every hurdle where you are mentally at the time on the journey and it, it's going to sound like a weird comparison but it makes me think of big brother i always 
are used mm. to watch Big Brother and you'll go, why are these people getting so angry because someone like ate their cheese or whatever else? But <laughs> if you've ever lived with someone, you live with someone for a certain amount of time and the small things do make a difference and do yeah. do your head in. And there's points on the recent Wales mission that you hit some kind of hurdle and it's a breeze for, for, uh, for both of you. And there's other points you hit one where you've recently had a stressful farmer situation or mm. some other stressful thing. And you may deviate more than you maybe would have the day before at that yeah. problem or and things like that. So I think that's an also interesting thing. They generally tend to take four, five, six, seven days, depending on yeah. what on what route you're doing. So yeah. what might look like a breeze when you're sitting at home on Google Earth, when <laughs> you're actually had three days of camping in 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 cold forests and yeah exactly <laughs> and a lot of walking and tired legs it might not be quite as as breezy no exactly it it does look it's always going to look easier when you're watching it um there's a lot of people who email me saying like oh i'm gonna do this you've inspired me to do this straight line which is great uh it's starting to like kind of kick off now there's a lot of people trying it um but i don't think some of them I don't uh, maybe convey how hard it is. Um, well, it just doesn't come across. I think they do you a massive favour um, because because that 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 lad that tried it, the one that inspired your you yeah. to do this one early, yeah. W- watching his one, it was a valiant effort. There were points that were hilarious because yeah, again, just the the at the start <laughs> of it all, but it really highlighted how tough it is because he basically ended up with one video of i tried it didn't work yeah <laughs> you know it, it, it was over quite so. quickly yeah yeah he was particularly underprepared and he, he i mean i don't think he had much experience hiking or anything like that yeah but yeah it definitely when you watch his it definitely he conveys um how hard it is quite well <laughs> yeah <laughs> brilliantly and again that's not to mock him or laugh at him, but it's, no, no, there's no. some calamity of errors at the start where again it t- honestly the first 10 20 minutes of the video is him trying to find his start point essentially yeah. and then forgetting his gloves and going back and forth and get, but 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 p- pushing on yeah i really uh, admire him for giving it a go you know and getting out there um but i i've just i'm just about to release a video because there's so many people trying it now mm. with a bit of advice um and one of those bits of advice is just like be realistic you know don't bite off more than you can chew yeah, and you know, be safe because it could be dangerous. You know, with steep gradients. And yeah. Have you you haven't got around to watching the Norway one yet? Have no, you? no. There's um there's a scene in, and I'm not ruining anything really by saying this. There's a scene in the third episode where I just walk <laughs> zombie like into this um, peat bog, right? And it's um yeah, it I, I I think I nearly drowned in it. I think I nearly died in this peat bog. Well, that's that kind of thing comes across in the Wales one because there's certain bits. It's that experience that maybe doesn't come across that the experience is an advantage. There's certain bits you've got to uh, that I'm sitting there thinking I'd probably just have a go wading <laughs> through that or whatever. But that's yeah. why it is dangerous to do it in yeah. experience because there's certain bits that your experience is going. No, I've seen how rough this can get. Yeah. So that was me in Norway. I thought I'll just wade through this. It can't be that deep and. You know, it got above my waist and I couldn't move a, a, a muscle yeah. uh, below the waist and I started to panic and I got out of it in the end. But yeah, it's things like that that don't, <laughs> they give my mom and dad uh, a heart attack, as yeah. you can imagine. Um, Completely. They don't, 
they don't cover me in glory in terms of like you know responsibility you know because the bigger you get i've learned the hard way the more kind of responsibility you have to because you're in you, people are copying you yeah yeah 100 percent. and uh yeah i've had a bit of flack for a couple of things i've done but um i just love it too much i just love the adventure of it w- one of the comments on that lad has said who inspired your trip and then didn't do too amazingly himself and i don't agree with this comment but i wanted to bring it up because i think it's a mm. valid thing someone commented saying the only difference between his attempt and Tom's attempt was Verity and oh, the support Verity. of Verity, which is, is I mean, <laughs> she is actually, I wouldn't say it's the only difference, but so Verity is your kind of, your... My rock? Yeah, your rock, your your assistants, your, the, the, the M to your James Bond. Um, yeah, yeah, in, in, that's a good on, way of putting on, it. On these missions. So she'll you'll have planned points at the end of each day where you'll meet yeah. Verity who's driving along and she'll have supplies and you can d- drop stuff off or, yeah. or collect stuff without deviating from your course. So yeah, how yeah. key is that making sure you've got the appropriate support and how quickly did you learn that that kind of thing is essential? Well, originally, originally um, I was stashing. I was doing a couple of stash points. Yeah. So you'd go ahead of time, yeah. place things in certain places. Yeah, yeah, which is a ball ache, to be honest. You know, yeah. it takes a whole day. In yeah. Scotland, me and Greg did five stash points, which took, it was a long day of work. So stashes is, is king. You know, you need to do that. Otherwise, your pack is going to be way too heavy like Marcus's was. But the support from Verity is even, it's one up from stashing because uh, not only can we change, you know, we can change our plan and go, oh, look, we, we've actually got further than we thought or we haven't got that far um but she can go and charge batteries and she can you know she can go and get us you know an ankle support or something yeah you know which i needed (laughs) yeah um but uh yeah verity oh it helps no end but there's loads of comments isn't there about verity saying like you know she's a saint she's you know she's the mvp of these missions but she loves um she loves being a part of it yeah um she loves helping out you know, we're all a team, basically. We're, we're yeah. a team when Verity's involved. By the way, she's a big fan of you. Oh, that was, again, I got a, a, a massive excited reaction when you mentioned that, that she's been to my sh- shows before. I'm like, oh, well, I'm yeah, a fan man. too. We're, we're, <laughs> You're a fan of mutual each other appreciation. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. She saw you in Chester and had a photo with you, but she said you couldn't speak at the time because you were saving your voice. I had a, a sign on my chest because I used to do yeah. all the, I'd run the merch and meet everyone and hang out. And then there was a particular tour where I was, I was losing my voice, but I was like, I don't want to not have photos and meet people. So I just printed mm. out a sign that I stuck to my chest <laughs> in get with gaffer tape that just said, I'm, I'm having to save my voice, but you know, hello. And people thought it was a joke people would or people you don't know how to interact with someone if you can't talk so no, people no. always come and go all right how uh uh kind of yeah interact. yeah so that's, that's great that's just commitment though that is man yeah. that's pure commitment got, got to be done well how was it you did previous missions with as i said your friend who you kind of came up with these ideas with mm. essentially how was it doing this one uh, with your brother um because oh, again it was your first one doing it together and yeah Genuinely, those early videos in particular, and throughout at points, his enthusiasm seemed to be something that really drove you all through. And yeah, it seemed like a really nice thing for you guys as a as a it was as a relationship thing to to really do this was. together, and for you to see how resilient he is, for him to see how yeah. resilient you are, and all these things. It seemed like a great exactly, one. Exactly, man. 
Uh, yeah, like just to be clear, this is my full brother now, not not Greg, who I sometimes refer to as my stepbrother. Right. Full brother Ben. Yeah, first time he'd ever done anything like this. I knew he was up to it physically, and I knew he was up to it mentally because he, he just wouldn't give up. Yeah, because it's kind of my thing more so, obviously. Yeah, but um, so he would, you know, he'd stick with it till the end. He wouldn't let me down. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, it's it, he's not as much of an outdoorsy guy as me. So I knew I was. I couldn't wait to see how he'd find it, how yeah. he'd like find just hopping hedges and all of that stuff. He embraced it. Is is there part of you that's thinking, I can't wait for you to see how hard this is? Like, I, I want you to appreciate how tough this is and, and, and kinda, what I do with this. Kind of, yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> sick part of me was like, yeah, well, yes and no, because I didn't want him to get too much for him, but I wanted I wanted him to go, oh, this is... I realise now how hard this is, Tom, yeah, fair play. Yeah, yeah. And he did, that's exactly what he said. But um, the only uh, area where he struggled a bit was he just, he doesn't like, uh, I mean, I don't either, but we both don't like confrontation. But he particularly, that farmer ordeal, he just mm-hmm. hated it. You know, he, he wanted to go, his instinct was to go over to him and, and kind of like do as he, you know, the farmer yeah. wished, but that would have ended the mission. Yeah. So I had to kind of drag him back and go, Ben, we're running. And he was like, oh, for f-, you know. Um, yeah. But it's it did rattle him a bit, and um, we flew through the next you know three miles of fields. But it yeah. was quite. I had to say to him at one point, you know, like come on, like you know, chill out. Everything's going to be fine. We just need to think, get our heads together now, and uh, keep cool. But he, he definitely lost a cu- couple of hours sleep each night just through. Oh God, I've got another day of this tomorrow. Another day of farmers' and fields it's, again. It's it's it, it it's f- fascinating the variation of of the farmer problem as such because because like there's another farmer in this mission that you kind of just shout hello to at a distance and because you're in in camo and stuff like that there's probably an assumption that it's some kind of military training or something else you're kind of like we've got to go in a like he's kind of saying there's a road over there yep got to go in a straight line and there's he probably had no idea what was going on but was just like all right there's two blokes who have just walked through my field not a lot um, I can do about it. Because he yeah. was quite old. Um, I, I, we figured, we noticed he had a limp. He was old. He was in his 60s or so. Yeah. Probably worked his ass off all his life. His tractor had broken down. So we kind of thought, okay, he can't actually physically kind of chase us. So I think yeah. we're all right here. And he had a bit of a go at us, didn't he? Like yeah. in his own way. But yeah, yeah, the other one was uh, a bit different. Yeah, <laughs> completely different. So the final thing on, on this particular story, straight line mission you talk about you've talked about how the prep is really important yeah and how you can it can be dangerous if you don't go in with the right stuff and kit Mm. the thing that a lot of people in the comments were furious about and the thing my brother was most furious about as a former venture scout was how easy is it to take a compass with you man (laughs) because 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 your gps in this one again a little bit of a spoiler but it doesn't spoil what it caused, but um, your GPS kind of was playing up and there was a lot that you had to kind of wing and and yeah. figure out. And yeah, I think so many things that you learn from these will be learned from, as you've said, from lived experience. And yeah. you probably thought, well, we've to... got the GPS, it works, it's easy enough. We're so reliant on this now that yeah. 
yeah, the basics back in the day would be, well, of course you're going to have a compass. And a That's, map, yeah. And a map, so. It, it, no, it's it's true. All, all these people who are furious, including your brother, are right. I mean, it is ridiculous. Like, in, in hindsight, to look back at that um, and see how lost we got, it is ridiculous. Um, all I can say is, I think at the time, these, I've got one here, these GPS systems are so robust they just never break but in this case i mean what are the odds of this but it's um duracell batteries i don't mean to bad mouth the brand i'm sure it's just a you know a one-off but how can you have a dud pack of them yeah like that's insane that that, with like a tenth of the juice they usually have i mean it was very cruel but you're right i should have had a a backup i was just so cocky i'd got i just thought i can navigate i'm you know i'm I do geography. That's my YouTube channel. I do GeoGuessr. Yeah. If something goes wrong with this, I know which way to walk. Yeah. But I, I just totally, I was wrong. I totally underestimated how disorientated you can get in such a big forest. I was going to say, particularly in woods. <laughs> Me and my brother yeah. on his birthday last year, we went to the new forest. Like we got up at like, we left at half four to go to the new forest to go mushroom foraging because he's proper oh, into his brilliant. mushrooms and that. And at one point, we got completely lost and we, we were really paying attention, but he'd said the wall, we have to keep an eye on this because it's so easy, particularly when you're looking at the floor or your head's yeah. down or you're not going on natural lines. Like you'll see yeah, yeah. some mushrooms over there. So you're darting off unnaturally. Yeah. It's not because of yeah. a path. It's not because of anything else. And we were just strolling about for about an hour. And then we started to head back and we were like, this isn't the way we came, is it? <laughs> and then literally, we it doubled our time there, and that was in a small area. So, th- yeah, yeah, the size of the forest you guys were in, and n- night starting to to set in. Yeah, yeah, it's it was- genuinely a dangerous thing. It's, again, you speak of the risks and the danger. That was genuinely a tense moment, and it's easy to be watching and going, you know, being calm about it. But the panic that you two had was completely yeah. justified because. It was to do with verity, really. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was too dangerous um, just being lost in Wales, because I think if you walked far enough downhill, yeah. uh, you'd eventually get to a farm or civilization. But yeah. yeah, it was the fact that I thought verity was coming to search for us, possibly. And, and yeah. that thought was just eat me up, you know. Yeah. We've definitely yeah. spoiled it all, but oh well. <laughs> it's, no, it's honestly, it, it, it plays out amazingly. But I mean, you mentioned that geography is is what you do. So let's talk a bit a bit about a GeoGuessr because that's what yeah. what drew me in. My, my brother sent me this game and was like, I found this game, it's amazing. And the basic thing is you go on there and it drops you somewhere on Google Street View. Mm-hmm, and basically. the way that you, the way I first saw you, you playing it is you can't move at all. So yeah. you can look around and you have to try and f- f- figure out and use your, your detective skills to figure out not only what country exactly where you are on the map and then you yeah. you drop a pin and it will give you points based on yeah. on how close you get and i think my brother had found the game and then looked up people playing it online and that's how he found you yeah and i kind of i played it for a good f- a few months i was actually filming a live action computer game last year and i bored mm. everyone on set with going <laughs> have you played GeoGuessr? It's, it's, it's just going on and on about it. But I've kind of stopped playing it now because I get more enjoyment out of watching you, your skills on it oh, than man. failing myself. Because, again, as you said, 
this you'll have those moments of breakthrough yourself but because you've played it a lot yeah you will have you'll be looking at where the sun is you'll be identifying what part of the the world you're in through that and then all sorts of detective skills on on road signs on the license types of, plates yeah things like that the, yeah. The, yeah the different colors of license plates in different yeah. countries and all what that side kind of, of the thing. road are they driving on yeah yeah all of that yeah it, it it's pra- practice really yeah it's just practice basically and and it, it it looks sometimes it looks a lot more impressive than it is yeah you know yeah. kind of like someone doing a rubik's cube i can't wrap my head around that when they yeah, do a yeah, rubik's yeah. cube in like eight seconds yeah and i get people commenting on me saying like no you're cheating like there's no way you can do that, but it's not, you know, it's, it's not that hard once you learn all the bits of information. Or what and to look out for. Yeah. And I'm not, I guess I, I've, I'm probably the biggest channel for it on YouTube, but mm-hmm. I'm by no, no means the best. There are guys out there who have much smaller channels, but they're, they're insanely good. Like I could never get to that level. I'm not that nerdy. <laughs> if yeah. you're like, I can't sit there and learn all every single bollard and road marking in the world uh, i just like to have fun with it really yeah and again you do that and again i'd urge people to go and watch because you do a lot of different challenges as well so, so you'll do the general ones where you're trying to get five perfect scores from all yeah. around the world but you'll also do speed ch- challenges i love all the ones in in your local area where you'll oh, yeah. see how quickly you can <laughs> smash through them and and get accuracy but again even that it's it's also harder uh, than it sounds i've played about uh, there's maps of my hometown stanfordly hope and we're tiny there's i think we've got a population of about twenty three thousand people yeah and i've lived here my whole life and there'll be certain ones that will drop me somewhere and i'll be like oh shit I've no idea where, like, really? like where this is, and <laughs> I know this place qu- quite well. So it's, it's yeah, it's impressive how deceptive it, uh, deceptively hard it can be if it just drops you somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I think it was You're all not expecting. the. I think it was all the riding round on my bike when I was a kid. When I was like nine, ten, told my mom I was just going to the end of the road, and I'd be like, seeing how far I could go on my bike and exploring. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned I, I I went to mention it earlier, but I thought maybe it's too early in the introduction of you to my listeners. I think it was on one of the the hometown type ones. You mentioned earlier about you and and Greg. I think it was going out yeah. adventuring as kids and just having yeah. fun and finding these weird places. That that also included shitting out of trees, which was a massive highlight in one of the videos. <laughs> Was it for me? Did and I my say brother. That? Yeah, you mentioned it. One of them, and Did it I? became an on- ongoing joke over over <laughs> a Christmas. My brother was like, "I'm going mushroom forage," and he's like, "But also, I'm going to climb a tree and shit out of a tree." So, um, <laughs> I don't the do stuff know, you, you end up revealing. I, I thought you got in, inside information on me there. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> But yeah, we did. We did used to. I mean, we were very young and very immature. Of course, but it's it, it. It makes me think of this podcast as well because I do so many of these. I'll reveal stuff that I don't remember ever revealing, and because you record <laughs> so many of them, and your mm. your stream of conscious kind of entertaining the the viewer while you're figuring out where you are. And again, I'm sure there's so much stuff that you've said that you've no probably idea that you've revealed. Yeah, probably, man. Yeah. So the 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 other ones that have become favourites of mine is the 
is the Weatherspoons one. So oh, someone has yeah. done a series of every Weatherspoons. In, yeah, every Weatherspoons in Britain is on a map, yeah. Yeah, so it will drop you outside a random Weatherspoons and you have to try and figure out where you are. And they're great fun because, again, for me, it, it helps because there's that slightly greater familiarity of UK rather mm. than I could be anywhere in the world and there'll be certain yeah. ones where I'm like, well, I'm fucked. I don't know w- yeah. what difference where the, the sun is makes or what the <laughs> number plates are. So there's a, a fun there in a familiarity because you can kind of go, oh, I think I might have half recognised that. But then there's also the, the, the fun in trying to analyse who's in the Weatherspoons, what time of day they're in the Weatherspoons, yeah. what kind of outrageous tr- drunks are outside. Yeah, 9am, and- pint yeah. of Ruddles... <clears throat> 179 pint of Ruddles, yeah, middle of, I don't know, Basingstoke. Yeah, it's great fun. I I love it. So, But before we move on from it, what was it, like, how did you find GeoGuessr and what was it that got you into it and how did you kind of build your audience? Because as I said, you you are one of the biggest out there now of of playing that. So how did, what was that journey? Yeah, so I've always been into geography and particularly um, like maps, atlases. Uh, I used to read the the bloody Birmingham A to Z when I was about six years Amazing. old in a black and white. I don't know. I just always was fascinated in knowing where things are. Yeah. I think it's quite a guy thing. Yeah. Um, so I was always interested in maps. So then when GeoGuess, I think it was not long after it came out, when not many people knew about it back in sort of 2012, 2013, yeah. someone sent it me on Facebook, a fellow geography lover. And I was like, oh, well, this, you know, this is right up my street. No fun intended. Uh, <laughs> and I just became a bit, obs- oh, uh, at the time I was a, a, you know, an expert procrastinator. Mm-hmm. I was working at pubs on the evening and in the day I was meant to be trying to become a, a famous musician. That was what I was meant to be doing. Yeah, That's what my mom thought I was doing, <laughs> but I was just messing around playing games. And um, I got really obsessed with trying to get a perfect score on GeoGuessr um, and because I got quite, you know, like a dog with a bone with it, I um, I got quite good at it. And I went on YouTube, and I guess I was being opportunistic. I was like, well, has anyone uploaded, you know, I'm getting good at this. Has anyone uploaded uh, their attempts at a perfect score? And there was, I think there was one video, but it was like a three-hour thing, like sped up. And I was like, okay, well, there's a gap in the market there. I'll try and do a perfect score in... I think I set myself like an hour, you know, I'll get a perfect score in an hour. And then it went down to 30 minutes. And then I uploaded that. Um, and I, I put some commentary on it and that got quite a lot of views, um, for a brand new channel. Yeah. The views were trickling in, trickling in. And it was, the growth was quite decent for a brand new channel. Cause on YouTube, it's so hard to, to get the ball rolling. It's, yeah. it's, especially now it's yeah. unbelievable. But then one day someone shared it on Reddit and it just went boom. Right. And then all of a sudden, then I had about a thousand subscribers. And then the more subscribers you have, the easier it is, you know, to get more. So yeah. it just slowly. And then I started doing, as you say, the, the no moving challenges. I started mixing it up. But at this point, I was I was ashamed of it a bit. I didn't really tell didn't tell my girlfriend when I first met her, Verity. Yeah. It was just something that I did like Amazing. in my own time because I was like, oh, this is nerdy. This is. I love that. My. Or one of my best mates, Chris, who comes on the on on the podcast uh, quite regularly, he didn't tell his missus about his love of um, of Warhammer for oh, a God. good a good year because he was just exactly that. He was like, I can't I can't confess this. I don't want well, to that. I could understand. 
But again, I love these things. It's like, no, if you're into something, you're into something. Let's, yeah, let's that's go it. There. No, you're right. You're dead right. It. And then, but then I started making a bit of money, like, you know, started getting a couple of paychecks from it, small, but yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was less embarrassed about it then. And then I could just say, well, you know, it's just to make money, yeah. um, which wasn't true. I loved doing it. So fast forward a bit and I had 60,000 subscribers at this point, And that's when I did the first mission across Wales, but yeah. no one had seen my face at this point. Because right. I wasn't doing a cam. If you go really far back right, it's on just my channel. Over. In fact, don't do that. They're embarrassing. <laughs> but if you go really far back, I I never showed my face. Um, it was just my voice. So I think when I, I told them all, look, I'm doing this straight line mission, you know, idea. Uh, please give it a watch. And I released that. All of my, pretty much all of my 60,000 subscribers who were kind of like quite loyal fans mm. um, all watched it from start to finish, you know, probably half out of curiosity to see what I looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that triggered the algorithm. Yeah. You know, it, because so many people had watched it all the way through, it got recommended then to, to the world. Um, and that's, that was the key to its success. So, uh, so how was it? I mean, you mentioned there at the start working in bars and all sorts of other things. It's only in the last year or a couple of years, that, that you've been able to go full-time on this, right? That you've been able to, to make this your job, which, again, yeah. I fucking love this shit. Uh, I've, I've ranted about this a load. That in the UK, we've built a society where if you don't hate your job, it's not a proper job. Yeah. <laughs> and people yeah, moan that Twitch streamers are making money or YouTubers. And I I, I've had it with musicians or whatever else. It's like, it's not a real job. It's like, yeah. no. It's like, you, you lucky bastard. Yeah, like- you work fucking hard at it and mm. you put in a lot of hours it's a real job and oh yeah yeah so how's how's that been to kind of tr- transfer over to going i think i can i think i can do this as 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 a living rather than as a mm. side hustle kind of thing yeah i mean it's funny because i was working as a van driver for this insurance salvage company local i knew them all really nice people yeah. and it's quite a cushy job but they were quite traditional sort of people they, they didn't know what the hell youtube was or anything yeah. like that or how it worked and when i told them they just thought i was <laughs> like first i went part-time so i could edit you know because the editing is just a mammoth task you know yeah. especially the first time i did it and they were like oh, for god's sake tom you know and i went part-time and then in the end i was like look I- i've got a i've got to quit really because <laughs> i've got no time for this editing um yeah and they just they just didn't understand i think they thought i was um joining a, a band or something. I think that I remember them saying at the end, like, good luck with your, with your music. And I was like, no, it's, <laughs> I am in a band, but it's YouTube. That's that not I'm what it is. For. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So everyone was quite confused. Um, s- some people who understood YouTube, like some friends were like, mate, this is sick. Like yeah. good on you. Like, this is great. I think you're going to make a success of it. But then people who don't usually older people, they're just like, you know, you do del- you, what like, you're deluded. Like, get a proper job what well, some guy said it in the sorry some guy said it in the pub the other day like yeah you know because i said oh maybe i'll get sick of doing these uh, adventures and he went yeah then you can get a proper job and i thought hmm, i don't know i hate I don't it, know about that, like. such nonsense as said it's all it, it it's all just part of how we built our society you know any any job that's good or enjoyable or positive either pays shit or whatever else and any job that's miserable when you hate normally pays yeah. pays the most and it's that's a real job but um well you mentioned the, uh, your music there and 
you make all the music on the channel as well and it's banging i'm 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 a a big fan there's a lot of kind of chip tune 8 bit type types of sounding stuff yeah. how how key and enjoyable is that part of getting your own music on there as well so it's a full yeah. everything is coming from you. you you're not finding catalog stuff or whatever else you're going yeah. no i'm making everything here i'm filming yeah. it i'm doing it i'm voicing it and i'm i'm making the audio yeah um that was never the plan yeah uh in fact i didn't even plan originally to to voice to narrate yeah. that's something i didn't want to do i was embarrassed to do that but i figured that i have to to, to tell the story but yeah. going back to the music thing I, it literally was born out of right i don't want to use this shitty like stock music on yeah. youtube because i'm quite fussy about music i'm quite a music snob and uh, I was like, no, no, I'd, I'd lo- I know what songs I'd like to use, but obviously I can't monetize yeah. it. Yeah. So I thought, well, what can I do then? And I'd made these 16-bit kind of Sega Mega Drive kind mm-hmm. of tunes yeah. um, that I'd used on this like thing I downloaded for Cubase. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just shove these in. And it kind of worked. I, did, I wasn't sure. And then people were like, yeah, I love the music in it. It's catchy and it works. And then, then I got that album finished then. I made it into a proper... 16-bit yeah. album with more tracks that I could, you know, pluck from. And, yeah, it's um, – I love composing. I'm, I'm not really like um, – I'm not so much a lyric guy. Um, I just love composing melodies and harmonies, you know. Yeah. That's my thing. That's what it, I enjoy doing. It works fantastic, and particularly on the on the straight line missions because it, it helps gamify it. It helps make it mm. this thing that we're all watching as it's like we're watching a computer game adventure yeah. pl- pl- play out, but it's real people in the real world. And it is, it's a, it, you're kind of playing a game because you're doing this weird straight line thing that you have to do that you've made up. You've made up the rules for this. And this is, this is how yeah, the game plays out. So yeah, it, it gamifies the real that's world true. stuff that's going on. And it, yeah, it sits perfectly. I never quite looked at it like that. Yeah, it is kind of, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it works somehow. Luckily, that was a stroke of luck, really. Yeah, I like it. Well, the last one I want to talk about is the is the the, the kind of geo-detective stuff where mm. your followers will send in a photo and you'll figure out f- from this photo exactly where they are in the world and drop, you know, a pin on the map and market and that's uh, some of the most fascinating stuff because it sounds it feels proper secret services like mi5 type <laughs> we've got this small amount of information and a lot of them start and you will even acknowledge like there's not a lot of information here i don't know how we're going to do and then the rush of endorphins when you have a breakthrough you're like hang yeah. on that i think i can that's unusual i can yeah. look things up and on those ones you'll be able to search on Google and try and look up particular types of of Gothic churches and things like that. Yeah, yeah. And try and figure out exactly where things are. So, so how were they to start doing? And I don't know. Was that harder or easier than you were expecting? I think it, it, it both. Some yeah. of them are easier than I thought they'd be, and I'm like, oh wow, that you know, that's you know, well done, Tom. You got that really quick. But then yeah. others, I'm like. I just can't get a breakthrough. You know, yeah. I, I really know how it must feel. Well, probably not, but I, it feels like I know how it must feel to be a detective, you know, on a murder case. Because yeah. it's like 
you know, when everything just goes stale and you're like, this is hopeless. I mean, and they're the ones that kind of sit somewhere between the GeoGuessr and the straight line stuff because you will yeah. often just go away for a bit and it'll, you know, it'll be edited over a few days or whatever else yeah, and you'll come yeah. back to it and things like that. So it's not... It's not the time trial type thing. There can be ones where you're like, I've been trying to figure this one out for a while. Yeah. Here's 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 my breakthrough. And again, it it paints a story instantly of you kind of sitting in an office with slatted blinds and thinking about it and trying to have a a, a breakthrough in the case and yeah. and figure out where this person is located. It's great fun. There's that some of the ways I've I've figured out where people are. And I don't think I'm, I should say, I don't think I'm... Costa Coffee Cup. I think it was a Costa Coffee Cup in one. And you're like, there's not Costas in that many countries. So it's like, this may look like it's a certain area of the world, but it's not because... No, it's got to be Britain or Ireland. And it ended up being Ireland, didn't it? But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And there was one where there was like a reflection in this guy's shades of a a, a summit of a mountain. And I could see, okay, we're on a summit of a mountain. And then I figured out from... Uh, they're, they're my favourites when you use the terrain function on Google Earth. Yes, yeah. And you can see the 3D mountains and you can kind of line it up to the picture. Yeah. That's my favourite way of doing it. Yeah, they're amazing. And then realising as well, there was a couple of breakthroughs, realising that when you take a selfie, it flip stuff because it was one yeah. of those terrain ones that you were like, That's it. oh, this is annoying. You, you'd almost got it first time but then moved yeah. on because it was going in the wrong direction. That's the and same one. Ages yeah. later going, oh, actually, <laughs> that was, was this. Reversed image. I've spent yeah, all yeah. this time searching Scotland and searching Ireland and all of this, and it turns out it was that in Wales, but yeah, yeah. it's flipped well, it. I've got one coming up. I've got a, a series of ones that are coming up that I, th- I think you'll really like, which are, um, they're the same, but they're kind of like, they're sent in by people and they've got more meaning to them um yeah. so there's one and it's like i've got a photo of my granddad in world war ii oh, and wow. he's got mountains in the background which look like alps to me yeah so he's in like switz well it wouldn't be switzerland like austria or something and he's like we'd love to know where this was taken so yeah. imagine using the google earth terrain thing to yeah. find out a picture that was taken in world war ii yeah um, and it actually means something to someone as well so i'm really yeah. looking forward to doing that no chance of that one being a reversed image, I don't think. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But that would be amazing, again, to figure that out and for people, if they choose to, to go to where their granddad was stood all those yeah. years ago or have a photo in that same spot and stuff like that. That's, yeah, yeah. That's fucking cool. The, yeah, man, there's, there's another one. I can't wait to – I've been so busy with the editing, but um, I'm, I'm going to get cracking on them next week. But it's another one of, yeah, just like someone's – nan in paris in like the 30 i think it's paris so i've kind of ruined that but i I suspect it's paris but they don't know for sure and they don't know where it is so solving those and you know pleasing people in the process will be good fun i'll give it i'll give it my best shot i love that kind of historical geo detective work going yeah man back in time a river also to wrap things up kind of what's ahead have you got any other plans on other things you want to do or are, you know, there's points in the Wales mission where you're fairly certain you're never going to do this again. But there <laughs> yeah. was a point in the in the in the in in the line kind of the breakdown that you seem to have have have, have warmed to the idea <laughs> yeah. again. There was excitement when you mentioned 
next time I'd have to do this or this. Because there's, as I said, there's certainly points along that journey, which is a very traumatic one where you're kind of saying, this is the last one I've got in me. So yeah, what are your thoughts on the future? I think at the time I was really, I was done with the whole farmland stress thing because like what initially initially attracted me to it was like the the mystery of it like what you know the adventure adventure is mystery and an adventure of closely tied you know it's like what's going to happen i don't know what's going to happen that's that's part of the charm of, of adventure but now that i've done a few of them in the farmer's fields it's kind of like I know what's going to happen. I know and what I don't the end. Like it. And, yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah, exactly. And I know what's going to happen. A farmer's going to get fucking mad at me, and all that's left then is just like the brutality of it. You know, yeah. the, the brambles and all the horribleness. But that's not me saying I'm 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 packing it in. I'm just going to try and move away from the farmland a bit. I'm going to try and make it more. I've got a Scottish one in the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, which is further north in the highlands, yeah. which would be more of a mountainous thing. Um, I might try other countries abroad as long as they don't have as much of a farmer presence. Or, I don't know, it's a, a country where the, the tractors aren't particularly fast. They're just like <laughs> horse and cart, you know, yeah. so I can get away. Um, yeah. no, hit, the, hit Romania or somewhere like that. Yeah, That's a yeah, Moldova more... or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but the straight line missions are still very much going to be a thing. I think there will come a point where I'll probably feel a bit too old to to be doing it anymore, especially the trespassing. I've got other ideas for adventures in the pipeline. I won't say them now, but they'll be interesting kind of similar ideas to straight line missions, but a bit different. I want to kick a football across England. I I think that would be really funny uh, in like a day. I don't know, maybe two days, Uh, things like that. And then, yeah, I I think the GeoGuessr, I don't know how prolific that's going to be going forward it might be that that wanes a bit in in replacement for things like geo detective yeah um we'll see i need to really iron it all out but i think the thing that i've noticed with the geo guesser stuff is if something if an interested new map comes up then that will draw you in for yeah. at least a few goes at it but if it's just the stuff you've done over and over again it's like well what's the point it's yeah almost showing off at this point <laughs> so I'm saying, yes <laughs> oh. i can do this let's let's you know i've yeah, shown i, know I can do this but yeah i know what you mean people are hungry for the geoguessr it, yeah. my channel's a weird one because i've got the geoguessr fans and then i've got the adventure fans and they're yeah. quite there is a geography link i guess but yeah. they're quite different um As i said we 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 ignored all the straight line stuff for a good while and it wasn't yeah. until this recent one and because we'd watched the bulk of the geoguessr stuff that we were like all right, we'll give it a look. And then, yeah, absolutely drawn in and, and as excited about both, which is, yeah. That's great. That's really great. Pleasing. It's just difficult, though, because um, you get the voices heard on both sides. Yeah. And um, like, for example, most of my subscribers are from the Straight Line Missions. That's where I got most of my subscribers from. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of them, because I keep bombarding them with GeoGuessr content, and most of them, or two-thirds of them say, don't aren't interested, yeah. they untick the bell the subscriber bell right. no no the the alert bell right yeah so when i release a, a an adventure which they want to see they don't even know about it because they've yeah. taken the bell off you know so yeah. uh it's it's a tricky situation but yeah i'm going to keep doing uh what i enjoy i think that's the main thing 
it's a nice little concluding concluding sentence. As long it. as something makes me happy and I'm passionate about it, I'll I'll keep doing it. Well, please do because it's also something that I really enjoy and I've enjoyed having a chat with you today. So thank you very much for coming on and, and talking. It's been great. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks for having me. You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There we go. That was Tom Davies. As if you're not all rushing to go and, and, and subscribe now. Honestly, it's amazing. You've got hours and hours of content there um, to thoroughly enjoy. I realised in the first half, in, in the intros, I was, I was listing who I watch on YouTube. Obviously, No More j- Jockeys is on there as well. But yeah. I, I I can't recommend this guy enough and his work. He's so, so good at what he does, and he's such he's just so enjoyable and easy to watch, as you will have heard from the conversation there. So yeah, thank you for tuning in. Head to Geo Wizard and f- follow him on YouTube. Um, he tw- obviously Twitch streams as well, um, and support the dude. He's very good. Um, I'll be back on Friday with a bonus episode, a little bit of a. A really enjoyable trip down memory lane. It's a music-based one. and I know a lot of you like it when I have music guests on because I don't have so many anymore. But, um, yeah, it's a good one. And it's it's someone I've had support me. It's someone I've been a fan of for a long time. And, yeah, you're going to enjoy it. So we'll see you on Friday f- for that one. Until then, stay safe and stay sane. Ta-ta.